0: previously on algoa fm breakfast I charlie xx it.
1: and christine and the queens on i'll go for breakfast with wayne lee and charlie t it is seven thirty-seven on feel good friday couldn't have been a better feel good friday where we are
2: oh absolutely we've been showing off all morning in fact from yesterday we've been showing off we are in the lap of luxury we're of course at mantis private reserve founders lodge it is a leading conservation focused hospitality group with luxury hotels eco escapes waterways and impact experiences located across the globe they've just opened and restored the founders railway carriage which is available for exclusive hire at Mantis Foundation Lodge, located just 72 k's from Gobeja. Please join me in giving a warm welcome this morning to founder and chairman of Mantis, Adrian Gardner, and his son will be chatting to us in a second, Paul Gardner as well, who is the CEO of Mantis on their new venture, that Mantis Founders Carriage. Adrian, good morning. Thank you for having us.
0: Wow, what a fantastic morning. You know, to uh, expect it to be a live broadcast from this carriage was you know unexpected I didn't realize it could happen you know and to have it actually done from here that you guys I'm just so I've thank you for posting this morning you know that sunrise on your Facebook page and everything it's just something so special for me this carriage you know I've uh, owned for over 30 years and you know then had it in the yard as a canteen and then uh, I thought what am I going to do with it and you know what happens up in the um, you know in the Kruger area in that they have sky beds. you know, people go out and they have one night out in the bush and sleep in a bed and all the rest of it. Obviously, our climate is not that um, stable that we can just do that. So I thought to myself, let me do something different than just uh, a sky bed. So while you're staying at the lodge, you could have a night at the carriage or you take the carriage as a private uh, thing. And it's the carriage has got a, a fabulous bedroom and then a compartment and a coupe. So absolutely ideal for families. And then I wanted to make it really authentic. So, you know, as you've seen, it's not just a carriage sitting here; it's a whole station being built around it, with uh, a ticket office. Which uh, if people say, "What are you in a ticket office for?" And the ticket office, when you walk in there, is is a shower. You know, and
2: a toilet <laughs> oh everywhere. no, not just any shower and no, no. toilet, Adrian. It's <laughs> no. like nothing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, just
1: just to interject there. I mean, the the toilet. Um, has the most incredible view that you you actually want to sit down. Sit yeah. down. Yeah. I don't want to get up. Yeah. Um,
0: motion noted. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so. and then obviously you know with the, yeah. the, the the swimming pool, the little plunge pool, and then the boma deck and the deck outside and everything. So, I think that um, together with the professional team, I had the ideas. I think it's um, it's it's come alive, you know, and it's just for me so special to have. You guys here, you know, as you know, we go back a long way. We've uh, done a lot of interviews when I started Shamwari, started rewilding in the Eastern Cape. You know, you guys have followed us. And it's just been an incredible journey with uh, Algo FM. So, you know, to have you uh, actually come out here and that was, you know, when I got Alfie to come and spend a night here when you guys had a conference here Mm. and to convince him to be able to do this. And I just think it's been amazing. And, you know, we were all worried about load shedding that was due at 7 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Hasn't happened. But uh, just to give you a little bit of background about the coach is that, um, you know, it was quite interesting. In the old days, the regional manager uh, of the railways and the ports was one guy. And, um, you know, we, uh, we were doing a lot of exports then. We had the big, biggest um, shipping business in Port Elizabeth. And I got to know him quite well. And he said, well, come before a weekend. I'm going up to Kimberley to a game ranch. And uh, I said, that's fine. How are we going? He said, we're going by train. So I said, that's fine. And we expected to get on the normal passenger train. And we got on his private coach. And then from there, we went to watch a rugby test in Cape Town and the private coach. So I said, you know, this is not quite fair. How can I get my own coach? so he said to me that's not a problem i'll find you one and this is a 1970 second class coach brought it to port elizabeth in 1990 and still had the original coach builders which were around to convert it into you know a dining area and the rooms in the butler's area at the back yeah and then i i did a deal with the south african railways to be able to hook the coach on to the normal passenger services. So, in other words, if a train was going to Cape Town, I'd hook my coach on the back, go up there, and they'd park me at the uh, private siding I'd go to Cape Town, park me private siding in which was below our house, which became the office and uh, where I was sitting, Shamwari. So, we used it for ten years, and used it was fabulous. Go to Cape Town, you know, we'd put the two dogs in the parrot and the family and... Uh, I love the parents. Down, uh, <laughs> I love the story about the <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was just uh, <laughs> an incredible way to have a holiday. And then that yeah. the contract that I had with the Saving Railways came to an end. So then we had to uh, decide what to do with Unfortunately, Fortunately, our train business, our crane business, and our transport business was right next to the main line to Johannesburg, or the train line. So I got them to stop the trains for a couple of hours, and we lifted the coach over with our cranes, and it became the canteen for uh, lunches and that at the office for 10 15 years then we sold the crane business to get the property so there it was standard and rusting uh three years ago and i said i've always had this dream let me make this coach real and take it somewhere so we you know having the crane business the transport business mm. we knew how to transport because that was no yeah. easy thing i yeah. mean you guys have seen the size of this yes. and how big it is and how to so we transported make sure that we got it on stable ground then i said to make it authentic i have to build it around what looks like a station so you'll see it's it looks quite real. I think you guys will agree yeah, with it's that. like a train yeah. station. Yeah, that you're in a train station. Yeah, you know. And I, I just heard this morning. You know, when you launch the when you go the chuk 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 chuk. <laughs> so you know, when you arrive here, I want you on your vehicle to go chuk 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 chuk. And when you go out on the game drive, beep. Are you ready? All <laughs> <laughs> aboard. All aboard. So you know, it's just a, a journey. One of those things that I've wanted to do, and the end result, I think, the way you guys have been describing it, shows that it does make an impression i mean there we look outside there's there's a sign founder siding yeah. so it's not play play and then you know you've got the incredible ticket office so you can't come in here until you've had a pee <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely love this. I, I mean, it's such a unique story that uh, that you you are telling us about this this carriage that we're sitting in and, and the history. If I just look around the uh, the, the pictures, uh, these are your pictures.
0: Yeah, these are my great grandfather who went around South Africa in the late eighteen hundreds, eighteen 1890. and you will see it's around everywhere. It's Port Elizabeth shown here, Cape Town. They showed Johannesburg here. It's just a tented town. Did you see? It's just tents, eh? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite. Unique, so there's a lot of history in the coach. So uh, I just think that you know, for people um, that are here, and it's and we we're launching at a very reasonable price, yeah. You know, uh, come and enjoy it, and Paul will explain the, the various activities that we're going to do from the coach. So it's not just the normal game drive. Uh, uh, You know, jump in the vehicle and go on a game drive. There's going to be experiences that you can do here, especially with children.
2: Adrian, you do mention um, that you know you're offering at a special price. We know that many times experiences such as this tend to speak to the international market, but this time you really are um, marketing it for us locals.
0: And you know, especially you know, I'm absolutely amazed. You know, and I get so cross driving to Cape Town because I get to Swellendam and I lose you you know you you go virtually all the way down there yes. you know and you're all over the eastern cape and you're all up there so your coverage is amazing and you know the the interesting part is that everybody says we've survived COVID because of the local market what is our local market we're not johannesburg or cape town mm. we haven't got that local market but with your spread and this message going wild not just port elizabeth cook and east london it's going around quite a lot so we're hoping that we're going to Get some uh, some local people uh, to come and enjoy this experience, which is not available anywhere. And as, as far as I'm concerned, in Africa, besides you know they've got a train on the bridge mm. at uh, a Kruger, Kruger. yeah, but very different to this. Eh? Very very different to yeah. this. This is a proper train experience. You haven't got a, an ensuite bathroom and all the rest of it. You got to go to the ticket office. There's a there's a toilet and everything inside the train. But this is a very different, unique, and experience of. 20, 30 years ago, of what railway, and you know when I've shown people here, I bring kids here, they go absolutely amazed, you know, because the kids have got no feeling, They, their trains that they're thinking of today are the undergrounds, you know, and, and just seats in in coaches, you know, n- not beds and, and all the rest that go with it, so, you know, it's, uh, and the way that you guys have been explaining it, and your enthusiasm for it, just shows me also, and gives me the, the inspiration to do these things, when we, we see exactly what, what's uh, coming from you guys, yeah,
2: and it's very family orientated, as you mentioned, Adrian. I know Paul's going to touch on something quite spectacular. One of my, uh, I love this guy uh, from the UK. I don't want to touch on too much. I don't take your thunder away, Paul. But um, yeah, it's very family orientated, especially for the kids, kids in particular.
0: Uh, but you know, um, uh, you 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 all guys would have all met last night, and at lunchtime yesterday, uh, Dr. Dean Allen. Yes, yeah, you know that that's with me on this journey here. And, you know, uh, Dean and I came across each other. I love history. And, you know, he writes incredible history. And he does this weekly post, which I read. And he's always featuring someplace in the Western Cape. And, you know, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it's always this. I said to him, hey, enough's enough. Yeah. You know, you need to feature the Eastern Cape now. you know, yeah. And I, I yeah. want to really, uh, him to do a history of what what happened here. You know, 30 years ago, there was Edo, huh? Damn. With no uh, Big Five or anything. Today, I think you'll all agree the Eastern Cape is a wildlife destination. Absolutely. So, you know, with the Addo's got the big five, uh, Shamwari started it all. With uh, I did it with Colin Rashmier, who started um, Karecha, and then Doc, uh, Wolf, uh, Wolf Fowles' father, Bill Fowles, who was helped me put it together. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a lot of history here as to what happened. Because, I mean, in the early days, uh, this should have been the Kruger. There's more variety of wildlife that occurred here than occurred there. There's more species of trees and, and grass and all the rest of it. And, you know, the 1820 settlers came in and, and uh, knocked them all out and all the rest of it. So it's, it just shows that putting it back now, we've created, um, and that's not me. It's, you've got to have a team to do anything. You know, you mm. can't win a rugby match without a team. Mm. You can have a good captain, you know, like we've got in the spring box now, but you've got a hell of a team behind him, and which I had. I was so happy to have that team. You know, I got a vet who was very involved in birds and, Dr. Jaber and John O'Brien, who was a ranger, by the way, at Mala Mala, and I took him to come here. He's Dr. John O'Brien now, and he's the number one in the, in the province here of, of uh, all the species of growth and everything that happens here. So it, I think uh, I've asked Dean to come and, and look at this thing properly and, and try and put on a, a, a history thing about how this became a, a wildlife destination, the Eastern Cape, which it is today. Hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And we've just got to get more of the international market to come here. So, you know, we're busy with lots of ideas. So, you know, don't think that you guys are getting away with one little interview here.
2: <laughs> Adrian, just, just to wrap it up, I mean, you, you mentioned I'm animals. not wrapping it up. <laughs> that chair getting very comfortable right now. <laughs> So I'm glad everyone can see that in addition to being a conservationist, Adrian is also quite the rebel. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Tolton mentioned Munu, the blind uh, black rhino that's located here at Founders Lodge. And we know that conservation of animals and the environment is very important to you. I just wanted to find out, I mean, you know, why is the desire to educate and create a consciousness about the environment and conservation so important to you and to well, Mantis as a collective?
0: Okay. That's a, a great question. I'm glad you asked that. And I'll try and be quick because I know you want to get Paul here, but you know, Mantis is built on five pillars, our big five. It starts with development. So we, we look to start to, you know, we get inquiries, you want to build a hotel or game reserve or everything. Then you've got to have hospitality. You've got to have people who run it. Then you got to fill the beds. So you have marketing. Then the last part of my life is going to, is based on two things, conservation and education. So, you know, you can't do any of those unless you uh, look on those two. So the conservation element has always been a part of my life. And the person who changed me to become like that was Dr. Ian Player. You know, he became, uh, I would like to think, an elder brother. I mean, he was really close. We were close to each other. And he really, uh, I think, can take... A lot of the, the credit for uh, putting the Eastern Cape back on the market because when everybody else was laughing at me and saying this won't work, he was saying it will work and he introduced me to the great conservationists around the world, brought them here, we brought Virginia McKenna here, we brought John Aspinall here, we brought Sir Lawrence Ronda Post, we bought royalty, we bought lots of film stars and all the rest of it, only because of him having endorsed it. So he changed my life in terms um, You were saying, Lee, in terms of conservation and the importance of it, because to give you an example, when we bought all these farms here, there were 16 people employed at the height of before COVID uh, um, between Shamwari and ourselves, there were 460 people employed without taking the multiplier effect of car hire, air tickets, food and everything else that goes with it. So it just shows you how big conservation can be. Mm. Now, the education side of it, and Ian told me this uh, very plainly, he said we will never work if you don't involve the communities. You can't have one side of the fence being this uh, and smart and all the rest and making money and the other side of the fence in poverty. Mm-hmm. So that's why we've got this incredible project that I think we'll do the next live broadcast from. <laughs> is Hopewell, <laughs> where we you know, are going to yeah. uh, do the first in the world a big five-game reserve within two cities. We're just waiting for permits to come now, and we've got a whole program of how we're going to do that, and we're going to rewild animals there to go into other reserves. So I think that um, you're going to find that uh, there's still lots to come. And, you know, unfortunately, as I've told you, I've just had two knees replaced, and, uh, you know, for the first time, I'm starting to feel that maybe age is catching up. So, you know, I've I've got to hurry. I've got a lot to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, listen. You got a remarkable story, and and thank you so much for sharing it uh, this morning. But we have to stop now. No, I'm not gonna stop.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because in just a couple of minutes we're going to be chatting to Paul Gardner, who's the CEO of uh, Mantis. But Adrian Gardner, congratulations yeah, well on done, well on done. achieving this. This is just uh, absolutely, incredible, uh, yep. incredible, remarkable. And thank you for having us here as yes. as well. We look forward to spending the rest of the weekend
0: here too. Week. I really, uh, you know, obviously uh, I, I'm more than grateful for you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'll go back a hell of a long way, as I said, with you guys. So you, you're not just friends, you're partners in, in helping you. us right. to promote the Eastern Cape, to do what we're doing here. And I respect and appreciate it very much. And thank you for having me on the air. And I just hope that your listeners were as interested as as. I am, and that we're going to change a lot of lives and change the community and uh, contribute to the community. And just finally, to say that we um, started our own conservation uh, organization called the Community CCFA, the Community Conservation Fund Africa. And just quickly, I said to ACOR, who are a partner with us in our Mantis brand now, is that it's very easy. You guys have got 60 million members on your loyalty program and in the, in the West Eastern world, Western world and 80 on the Eastern world. All I want is $1 from everybody every year to be able to make a difference to community living and conservation. So, ACOR, if you're listening wherever you are, please start uh, getting those loyalty program members who've got points to start donating. We will make one hell of a difference and become an icon that everybody else will want to follow. And again, I'll go AFM. You are smart, you are great, you are partners. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. Adrian Gardner, thank you so much. Get uh, out
1: of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be chatting to Paul in just a bit on Algoa FM Breakfast. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.